Hello, Magic Seekers! Welcome to the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast, a place to shake up, steer up, and unfold some magic. It's time we end pain and suffering. It's time we start a spiritual revolution against depression, anxiety, panic, PTSD, and live lives full of purpose and presence. With each episode, I'll be sharing powerful spiritual tools to support self-healing. I've made it my life mission to heal myself, learn, grow, and share it with others. I am your host and spiritual coach, Denisa Dragu. Hello, beautiful magic seekers. Welcome to a new episode of the Awaken the Magic Within You podcast. Today, let's talk about the eagle versus the observer. Let's understand a little bit what is the observer first, since I bet everybody knows what is the eagle. The observer is what I like to call the innate, the innate intelligence within us. is that place of complete knowingness, the intuition, that inner compass that always seems to point to the right direction when we follow the nudges. I tend to connect to my observer within me a lot faster when I'm in stillness. When I'm in stillness, It feels just like Eckhart Tolle said at one point, like I am the sky, I am the observer, and I see and observe and notice all these clouds passing through my mind space as a viewing process. So I'm observing and noticing my thoughts most of the time when I'm in stillness, but the practice of self-realization, it's actually this process of self-awareness that more and more makes us aware of the fact that we are the observer watching what's happening in front of our eyes or within our minds while we do life. When they say we are spiritual beings having a human experience, to me, it feels based on my practice and what I'm, I've been learning over the past 16 years, that we are pretty much the observer within. That is the spiritual being within that resides in this body, this mechanism that allows us to function on this plane of existence in, in this ecosystem. Now, going back to the ego, the ego is what I like to call for myself the voice in my head. And what happens in our heads usually? We have the brain as a muscle that absorbs all the information, all the experiences, makes all the connections in between stuff that are reaching our senses. I'm trying to use words that everybody will understand and there is no confusion about psychological terminology. So let's drop the complicated and keep it simple. The brain is a muscle that absorbs information. Everything that we are stimulated with visually, taste, whatever senses, it goes into, it it gets absorbed by this muscle and then it gets dumped into the mind container. The mind is kind of like a container that contains all this information that the brain absorbs from life around us. Now, knowing what the observer is and also also knowing about the ego, 
we can go into making this conclusion that when life happens for us and we respond to it, we are engaging our observer. When life happens against us and we react, it's because we are engaging our ego. So do you see the fine line in between which we have two options? We can either engage our observer and respond to life and consider all these challenges for us that eventually will open a new door, or we can go into the egocentric side of us and consider that life, ha- that life happens against us and pretty much engage the reactive response, which eventually brings all the drama. Think about the ego as this outdated self-defense mechanism that is only rooted in past experiences, past conditioning, and because of the outdated information within this mechanism, it does nothing else but swapping the trauma for drama. So in the present moment, when we engage our ego to react to life, we don't do anything else but swapping trauma for drama. Only by making this little shift with a little bit of practice, you will be able to improve your, your life 10 times fold, if not more. Think about waking up in the morning. Everybody, there is not one person in this world that can tell me we don't have two to three minutes time in the morning and then when we go to bed or maybe one more time during the day to simply be still for a few minutes, two, three minutes. Guys, when we are still, we engage our observer to start noticing without judgment. We practice two, three minutes today, two, three minutes tomorrow, and so on. It adds up. You will be able to go into five minutes and then 10 minutes, and then you stop whenever you feel it's right for you. I'm not saying you continue uh, sitting in, in uh, stillness until all you do is sitting in stillness. What I'm saying is when presence becomes part of your daily life, your doing life becomes stillness and presence. So you can go ahead and do everything that you are doing right now out of the mind space, but with enough practice, everything that you do right now, it will be done intentionally and purposefully. That would be like a walking meditation. That's pretty much what they would call walking meditation. When we are aware of each and every step of each and every nanosecond, that's when we are anchored in the present moment. It's not difficult. It really truly starts with two to three minutes a day. And when we sit in that space, sacred space that we can create around us for two to three minutes, all we have to do is engage our mind at that point, but we do it intentionally to take a break. We literally ask, I need a break right now. Step aside and let me just be. Whether you keep your eyes closed or open would be best closed because this way your visual is not going to be Uh, activated and engaged into looking around. But either way, you make a conscious intention to go into a space of stillness and simply observe and notice. 
a ton of thoughts would wait at the door to pop in. It's insane every time we make an intention to be quiet, how our mind gets flooded. Because thoughts are like little children. They don't know rules. They don't know regulations. They don't know boundaries. They are actually popping at all times. With more and more practice, you will be observing that every time you are in stillness, you can actually manage the flood and the flow of the thoughts. And when you become that kind of parent that can manage those little naughty children, your thoughts is when you will create boundaries for your mind container and the thoughts to enter only when allowed. Imagine like you are a parent that needs a break and goes into the bathroom and the kids would start knocking on the door and trying to open the door and all you ask them is, I need a few moments for myself. Please stop knocking on the door and go play or do something else for yourself. That's exactly what happens with the thoughts. You will come to a point where creating a boundary of when you are in your stillness, you cannot be bothered, will become part of your life. And at that point, you will eradicate the incense and talking in your head. You will shut down the voice in the head. You will feel so optimized and vital because there will be no more exhaustive talking within your mind. And all we have to do is sit for two, three minutes, create this boundary, and then when the thoughts are, are trying to flood in in the very beginning of your practice, simply notice. Don't cling to it. The noticing of the thoughts doesn't affect us. What affects us is the clinging to the thought and trying to go into whatever mind scenario that thought can take us. All right, guys, let's keep it simple. So all we have to remember from this episode is that the observer within is like in the analogy of Eckhart Tolle. We are the sky observing the clouds. So we are the observer observing the thoughts. We notice the thoughts. We don't cling to it. And when we are in our observer mode, we respond to life. Life happens for us. It's a gift versus the ego, which is the voice of our mind, an outdated self-mechanism that simply makes us react to life and consider that every challenge and every lesson happens against us. I hope this made sense and I encourage you and I support you in starting a practice, two, three minutes a day, nothing more. Your business will improve, your health will improve, your view of life will improve, your energy level will improve. Trust me on this, I've been there, I've done that. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here talking to you guys about something that I did not experience on my very own skin. And it feels amazing to be in this space. That's why it became my life mission. All right, magic seekers. Remember, if no one told you today, you are magical. Until next time, be well, my friends. And...
And this is it for today, Magic Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I'd be most grateful if you could rate this show and if you resonate with any of these, please hit the subscribe button. This would mean a lot to me. Also, if you feel inspired to work together, don't hesitate to contact me on Facebook or Instagram under the same name, Awaken the Magic Within You. There are several ways in which we can work together. That's it! That's a wrap! Until next time, have a magical day. So be it.